0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name is Carter, and I am joined by my co-host Nate, and we're going to talk some Ducks hockey here for you guys. You, you lovely, lovely people, you beautiful yeah. Orange County and not Orange County listeners. Yeah. I was going to say
1: beautiful yeah, people is- from Anaheim. Then I was like, we have a lot of people that don't <laughs> listen from Anaheim. So there's a lot of people in like Europe, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Yeah. Like not like surprisingly, but not surprisingly, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I forget where the, there's like a concentration of like European listeners come from one country. I forget what country it is offhand. I guess you have it's those like Norway back. or something. Yeah, I think I think it's so Norway. Shout, yeah. So if we have that right, shout out to the people in Norway.
0: Yeah. Um. Which makes sense because like we do have a lot of Swedish players, and I know that Norway and Sweden are different countries. Okay, but they're like they're both in like the same general geographic Air, location. Yeah. So. Um.
1: I'm going to take your word for that. I don't remember the map of Europe off the top of my head.
0: (laughs) I'm not fantastic at that either, but I do know that like Norway, Sweden, and Finland are all like those upper northern Scandinavian countries. So Um, I know we have a couple listeners from Germany as well. They've reached out a couple times. So yeah, um, appreciate that too. It's very cool.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I I forget who it was that reached out from Germany though, but they were wanting, what was it? They were wanting our theme song, I think, as, as like their ringtone. And ask yeah. like how like how they might be able to or whatever. And like I had messaged back of just like, yeah, just like send us an email or whatever, and I'll just send it to you kind of thing. So yeah. um and uh but yeah, that was like kind of the realization of like, oh, like we have people tuning in from like quite a like far away from us, even so like mm-hmm. I guess technically Anaheim based listeners are far away from you and oh, I, yes Definitely, right? <laughs> definitely but like across the pond kind of far away so yeah yeah exactly it's it's cool it's cool the internet the internet can suck sometimes but it can also be a wonderful thing
0: oh yeah absolutely absolutely so I was trying to find that email but our our email account is a bit of a disaster so it's Yeah. yeah but that's okay but either way shout out you know who you are and we appreciate you very much and we hope that you get lots of phone calls and people are like oh man that was a sick ringtone what is that and then you're like check out the podcast
1: yeah I was really like, what band is that? Is it, kidding, it's not a band, it's a podcast theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well,
0: yeah, we got a couple games to talk about here on this episode. We've got the Canucks game, the uh, Kevin Bieksa Spectacular Night, and then uh, the second San Jose Sharks game that has happened this week, just on Saturday. Um, yeah, we got those two to talk about, so we... And you know, there's going to be some good discussion. I'm sure, both for, oh, yeah. well, um, <laughs> uh, on both sides, both for the positives and the negatives. So there's, uh, yeah, lots of stuff to talk about there. But um, if you're new to the show, thank you for coming. We uh, we hope that you enjoy what uh, we are about to inject into your ear holes for the next uh, 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour here. Um, and then uh, also, we if you if you really enjoy it, you can leave us a five star review on uh, your podcasting platform or a like on youtube if that's where you found us there that just would help to to grow the channel yeah Yeah. subscribing that helps to just grow the channel and and grow the community here we've slowly been growing over the last couple years um and every year or two and it's it's just fantastic and we love the community of, of people that we got here so that's uh that's how you can grow our channel just to help us out there and also we uh have down in the Description, a couple links, one of them for a merch store. We just dropped three new lines of merch, a mighty collection featuring the original Ducks colors. Even though they're not ours, they're still fantastic. Um, and then we've got the... I don't know the names of the other two. The but they're sticks. Cool. The sticks oh, yes. collection. Yeah.
1: S-T-I-X, because... It's just trying it's to cool. be cool. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> I also just didn't know what else to call it. I was like, yeah, I can't fair. think of anything else for this. And and I
0: mean, it's it's two hockey sticks crossed with... Our, our letters T Q
1: 19 yeah
0: yeah um and then what was the other one called it's kind of like the the psychedelic font but uh, I, I know you didn't call it I just, psychedelic. i, I just so. called
1: it the retro collection right so yeah. and it's kind of like the uh like the 70s kind of sports script um for the quack report and i was kind of looking at that and i'm like you know what that would make for a nice logo for us but no nah, yeah. i i like the one that we have so yeah yeah. It's, it's a if, cool if we had to though. change it though, that's that's what it would be, I think. So it has some fun with that.
0: Yeah. Maybe if we do like a an alternate jersey, um there like you go. with this one, we can do like the the, the angled script.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna break every rule that I have about script jerseys and make one for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not normally a fan of them. There's like yeah. very few that can pull it off, in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. that's
0: right. Um, and then the other link we have down in the description is uh, just a feedback form, which we'll probably leave open till like the end of the month. That seems reasonable. It's been open for a couple months now, but yes, uh, I did look just today. We got a couple no- more responses, some more fantastic feedback. So we really appreciate that from you guys. Um,
1: and, I'm taking um, yet... your word on it. I haven't read any of it yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I, I've just I haven't really either. I've just given a quick scroll just to kind of like get the the highlights, and then I'll I'll yep. kind of compile a a uh, a package for us. There you go. The main points, so yeah, very very much appreciated for those that did submit. Um, we obviously don't know who you are, but um, yeah, we, we really appreciate it. So, yeah.
1: unless yeah. you put your name in the there, there is a place for like typing out stuff, right? Or is it all just yeah, there like, is,
0: yeah, there, okay. yeah, there's like a general comments thing, but like it doesn't yeah. specifically ask for name, it's like, yeah, so location, unless you put how your long name you've in been a hockey there. fan for, or, like yeah. that kind of stuff, so yeah, um, but yeah, that's I think all of the housekeeping stuff that we have to go through for now. So with that, we can get into the Canucks game. Um, If you're ready, Nate.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Cool.
0: So on the night of uh, Kevin BX's official retirement from the NHL, after signing a one day contract with the Vancouver Canucks there, um, it was a, it was a wild night, man. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen little, goals. Jeez, oh, eight-five <laughs> final for the Vancouver Canucks over the Anaheim Ducks. There, uh, not that doesn't really reflect the whole story of, of the game. It it was close up until the last little bit of it, really. Like I think it was, yeah, it was tied four-four or five-five at one point. Was it not?
1: Uh, I think four-four. Yeah, it was tied. Um, yeah, eight goals scored in the third period. Between the two teams, yeah, which is wild. Uh, sorry, it was it
0: was five four at one point. That it was the closest okay.
1: it had gone. Yeah. five four for Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was it, yeah, wild, interesting to say the least. So um, yeah. yeah uh, by the way, I want to shout out to uh, our boss Dylan, who did awesome for the first two periods of the the watch along there between Vancouver and Anaheim, and um, I was just in the chat. Uh, talking with him and other people uh, for the, you know, the, the watch-along cruise and that kind of thing. Yeah. And Dylan had brought up that uh, he was only able to do the first two periods. So I was like, oh, hey, I might know somebody that can tag in if you want. So, um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for whoever stuck around to hang out with me for that last period. Um, definitely the craziest out of the three. Um, there's one comment in particular, though, that I I have to go back and find it. But I was kind of like I was laughing at it on air and brought it up. Oh yeah. Um, that was talking about like you're it's was just, it was saying like you're you're super excited at one point and then you're down in the dumps the next. Make up your mind. And I like <laughs> I read that on air and then I went. Welcome to being an Anaheim Ducks fan. Clearly you're not yeah. one here. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, and I mean like it's it's part of it, it's part of the entertainment value, I guess too. Mm-hmm. Right. So like. I'm not just going to be monotone the entire way through it. Right. So yeah, exactly. But you got to You got to have a, an emotional range, I suppose. Exactly. So I was just having fun with it. So, and having fun with, with everybody in the chat as usual. So yeah, Mm -hmm. we will be doing another one in the future for sure. Uh, just not sure when exactly yet. So, but yeah, when we know we will let you guys know this one, me hopping on for the third period was a little, uh, out of the blue, I guess, like last minute. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, because
0: we knew that Dylan was doing that one. So we were just like, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I think it know.
1: was like five minutes left in the second. I made the offer to him in the chat. So. Oh, yeah. But just to, to keep the party going. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, let's talk uh, about special teams here because that was a big story for this one. And uh, it's something we talked right. about last time too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did score in the power play after uh, 27 consecutive power plays without a goal. we th- finally finally got one and not only one we got two
1: yeah we went uh yeah two for three on the power play and that third one like we didn't even get the full two minutes because it was within the last two minutes of the game oh yeah so yeah did we did all right for once on the power play did pretty good Yeah, yeah that's
0: that's good that's what you want to see and i mean the one was a nice move from troy terry um, yeah like a more of a rush play um what was the second one why am i forgetting what that one the uh,
1: second one was Zegers, i think right yeah. so
0: yeah so that yeah i mean a couple couple really nice plays nice to see the power play um actually get some results like w- we talked last time that the power play or that i think the power play is doing a lot of things right um but there's also a lot of things that need to be cleaned up and yeah um, it, it was nice to see them benefit off of the things that they were doing right so
1: yeah absolutely yeah i just you know, finding those right chances at this point. And uh, yeah, we went out for uh, supper the other night and we were kind of talking about this game already. We kind of had an impromptu episode, if you will, uh, yeah. with <laughs> no cameras or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, and I was talking about for the Zegers one in particular, right? Just skating up, uh, I guess kind of like uh, the the Ducks right side up through center, kind of like on top of the circles there. And Zegras just finding this tunnel between everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And you could see it in the in the camera view that was kind of like from the other end of the ice, like the, the behind view essentially. Yeah. And you can see that tunnel with where Zegras is wanting to go for it. And I'm like, like those are the chances that I'm talking about that you need to go for, right? Not the Klingberg ones where you're just throwing it into traffic, and hoping it's hoping that something through, happens. Right? Like yeah. it's 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 getting the chances of finding. That spot, right? Finding that moment that it's getting through people, but you're not shooting it into everybody's legs, right? Yeah. That it's still, <laughs> uh, like the goalie's still not quite ready for, or that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about quality chances on the power play, and that's what the Ducks have not been getting, and they managed to get two of them in this game. It was looking way better, yeah. So,
0: yeah, which is good for sure. Um, we. Just to jump ahead a little bit, they didn't get any power plays in the uh, Ducks and Sharks game. Yeah, so at we can't all. really talk about which is surprising. Fuck. But, um, but hopefully next time we do get power play opportunities, we can see if that this was just a flash in the pan or if we um, we've kind of figured it out and we'll start to yeah. see some more results and hopefully balance out the shit average that we have right now.
1: Yeah, but. exactly.
0: Speaking of shit averages right now, <laughs> <laughs> penalty kill. <laughs> It's uh one <laughs> for three in that game, um although one for five, I guess against the sharks, just to tie that in, or sorry yeah. four for five four for five against the sharks, yeah, and on the penalty kill, they were one for five on their power play, so um but yeah, it did not look good against the Canucks here, like that was the disastrous,
1: yeah, it really was, and I mean you could argue, oh yeah, you know it was it is it wasn't that the ducks. PK was bad. It's that the Sharks or the the Canucks. Uh, I'm getting my games mixed up here. <laughs> the Canucks power play was good. And I, I was talking to Dylan about it beforehand. We basically we basically both agreed that our defenses are just shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the offense. That's fine. Clearly by the score of this game. Yeah. Right. right? The defense. Not so much. Uh, starting goalies. It's like they're trying their best for the most part, it seems mm-hmm. like, but their stats are kind of getting hindered because of the defensive play in front of them too. So because I did bring up to Dylan. I'm like, I'm this close to dropping Patrick Demko in my fantasy uh in my fantasy leagues or whatever. But uh so yeah, that was a talking point before he left. But um yeah, defense for both teams, that game was not there. So it's not just the ducks for mm-hmm. once.
0: Yeah. Which which um, is a big slap in the face on Kevin Bx real Really. Like. Yeah, but even like you can't then, even try to play defense when Kevin Bx is in the building, like come
1: on. Yeah. But like even then, I would argue that the Ducks' defense was still way worse just taking a look at the heat mm-hmm. map here. Canucks still had their way with shooting in the slot. Oh compared yeah. Compared to the Ducks were like they did get chances, for sure, but not near the amount of them. Like uh like the, the heat maps will kind of vary uh, depending on like the amount of attempts actually taken mm-hmm. right uh and so for this game in particular 4.75 attempts and it is just massive <laughs> red blotch in the Vancouver for Vancouver mm-hmm. there and then it's like just like a a, a faint blue i guess like it, it it differentiates between like red and blue for each side just to kind of show you mm-hmm. um But uh, yeah, just like very faint blue just out of the green thing of like, yeah, you didn't get many chances there. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, yeah, yeah, Canucks offense still had their way. So yeah, it's same shit, different smell. Like, yeah, like like that's if you if you want to sum up this game quickly, it's yes, both offenses are good. Both defenses are shit. But Vancouver's is just a little better in both aspects.
0: Yeah, which is le- kind of
1: which is what we expect. I I, w-
0: I wouldn't say better, but, but their defense is less shit, and their um their their
1: forwards are a little better. <laughs> Lesser of two evils, yeah,
0: sure, yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I wouldn't say that they have better defense; that it's just less shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and mind so. you, like even for ours, like on paper, like when we were talking at the start of the year, we were like, this defense like could do something well, right? But now you're mm-hmm. also out Vakaninen and Drysdale.
0: Mm-hmm. In, with with no re- replacements because John yeah. Moore is who knows what's
1: going on with him too um, yeah so it's it's interesting the one guy and actually I meant to double check his stats here in particular the one guy that at least stood out to me defensive wise was uh, oh my god who was I even thinking of Bolio? Um, yeah Bolio thank you Mm-hmm. I was like, it wasn't Benoit. Yeah, Bully. The other one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been a nice surprise. Like he's not. Yeah, like He hasn't he, like stepped up to
0: be that top pairing guy like Drysdale was, but like he's filled. He's he stepped up his game in the absence of Drysdale. Not filled yeah. the shoes completely, but it's it's an improvement.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. He's expected on ice uh, goals for and against differential was a negative point zero three. So like he's just right just just there where you should be yeah like for like what he contributed offensively but i think that shows more on his defensive end Mm -hmm. right because like like yeah that was really that was really good um yeah only three guys did better for like than him on the expected goal differential and that Mm -hmm. was mason mctavish brett leeson and max jones so that the guys like, who got a goal that you didn't yeah. expect to get a goal, right? <laughs> so after that, Nathan Bullio had the best there, which is so which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, really good to see. And um, just double checking for how many, um, how many blocks he had. Where did that stack go here? Um, why can't I find it? <laughs>
2: That, oh uh, yeah, he, uh, he had. It, it?
1: It's it says he had just one block, but like, mm. okay, on maybe on like direct shots, right? Yeah, the I mean, guy, yeah, yeah. But the guy broke up like blocks, yes, yeah. passing plays and whatnot. Like, Bolio looked really good, and that's and that's not me saying like it as a surprise, right? No, but just how good he looked in that game, like the the way that he was playing. That's the guy that I would replace on the top line. That's the guy that I would want there mm-hmm. personally. After again, that is just one game, but that's that's the type of play that's a first line defenseman for me, even for a team like oh, this sure. right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, mean Julio definitely not permanently, really, but like right. yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: know what you mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean and and, and again, like like eleven forty five of ice time, like that as as a defenseman even shouldn't be noticeable. Whether good or bad, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was in the positive respect. Yeah. So like that's where I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he he did definitely do good there. So
0: yeah, and I mean Nathan Bully is not like the, not like the flashiest guy. Like he's not your household name. Like most yeah. people don't really know who he is unless you're super into fantasy hockey or he has played on a team that you cheer for. Like, yeah. Most most people aren't going to know who Nathan Bolio is, and like, the guy was signed. Like, we signed him on a, off a PTO, right? Like, so that's mm. that. That doesn't just happen for like big name guys, right? But he's 29 years old, and he's played 427 games in the NHL. That number alone, right there, tells you that he is doing something right. If mm. between 32 right. coaches and GMS, they have said, "Okay, we will want to play this guy 427 times in about a 10 year span." Um mm-hmm. he was drafted twenty eleven. So who 11, have he played 11, for in
1: the past? Um and, like and, Win- and I know Winnipeg was well. one of them, but let's um Yeah, who who it. and when? Because I'm I'm asking the when just to put into context of like what their team was like. That's fair.
0: Uh so he was drafted by Montreal and then played for them from twenty twelve to twenty seventeen.
1: Um Okay, and so Montreal like could make playoffs, but it was kind of rough at times too. Yeah. Uh I
0: can't Buffalo from 2017 to 2019, so a couple seasons there. Dog
1: shits Buffalo teams. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh Winnipeg from 2018 to 2022. Some it, it was a decline for Winnipeg. Yeah, I, I mean they still made playoffs those years. Yeah. Um and, and to be fair though, he didn't play a ton, 18 games in 1819. Uh thirty-eight the next season, twenty-five and twenty-four. So, like your your seventh line. Yeah, your seventh, seventh, you're seventh, seventh guy. flyer guy yep. that fills in for injuries. Um, and then Anaheim just this last season. So, okay. So yeah, like not fantastic teams. Like he's obviously not like your your big name guy that's like you're gonna play him eighty-two games a season and rely on him in all situations. But like he still comes in to, when he needs to and does the job he's expected.
1: So. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, I, I guess just sorry, while we're on the topic of Nathan Boleyou, I was gonna save this for a little bit later. But oh uh, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the the dude has three fights in his last three games because he fought Luke Cunning on the first against the Sharks. Um that was in the second period. He fought uh Dakota Joshua. Is that his first name? Yeah, Dakota Joshua with Vancouver um three minutes into the first period of that game, and then uh on the fifth. Uh almost five minutes in fought uh, Jack, Josh, Jonah, Jonah Gajavich, uh with San Jose as well. So three it's, fights in a row, yeah. just like early on in the game too. And like, especially the last two, like they weren't provoked, uh, at least that I could see. Like it was just like, hey, we're going to, we're going to drop the gloves. I don't like the way your face looks like, let's get our teams <laughs> into this kind of thing. Like it was just like early, let's get into the game kind of thing.
1: Yeah. It's been interesting to see who has become the muscle almost for this mm-hmm. team since Nick DeLaurier is no longer a part of it, right? Like Yeah. Like we knew Nick Delaurier outside of points, right? Like his like his contribution that way was a big part of the Ducks team over the last couple of seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like you could tell that he's a locker room guy especially.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And on ice, yeah, he was that muscle for sure right like once once DeLaurier was traded at the trade deadline you saw how teams took it to Anaheim after the fact
2: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah. what I've liked him to be a duck again absolutely could somebody still fill that hole yes but it's kind of been a few guys doing it by committee
2: mm-hmm.
1: lately which has been really interesting so yeah Bolio is one of them Comtois has been getting into scraps as well lately, mm-hmm. um, yep. more so than before. But like, even he's kind of done better with his production again lately, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's, exactly. It's kind of been interesting with Max Comtois this year. Even,
0: yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I let me finish. I'll finish this thought and then I'll I'll continue yeah. off of yours here as well. Um, because I, I had something else that came up there. But yeah, Nick Delorier with uh three fights already this season with Philadelphia. Same, so same as Boliu. Um, so he is definitely. Filled the Nick Delorier role already, yeah. um, and then Tanner Juno also has three. If if you care to keep track, so those are the mm. fighting major uh, leaders there. But um, <laughs> yeah, and so with uh, with Nathan Bolio turning into a bit of a goon here, I uh, I wanted to slap this meme together. So I apologize if you're not watching. I'll maybe make a clip of this if you're just listening. But um, so yeah, Nathan uh, Nathan Bolio here <laughs> with uh, with Ross Ray, the like. Same, same, same. Like, they, <laughs> they even look the same, right? They like do they've, a little they've bit, they got that yeah. little, like, Nathan Bollier, not so much, but he's got, like, a little bit of the handlebar coming in there, but the slicked back hair and, like, the just, like, you can just tell by looking at these guys that they want to punch somebody in the face, and they also want to be punched in the face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good old Lee Schreiber. Yeah. Lee Schreiber, Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, so. now now you just make me want to go watch Goon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goon and The Office. Just have them both on simultaneously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: but yeah, we'll uh Yeah, we'll, we'll either post a clip or the, the picture on our social media there. So yeah. if you're so you can still appreciate the the hard two-minute work that I put into that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, so outside of that though, I don't Okay, I'm gonna brush quickly, I guess, through this negative. It doesn't yeah, need true. to be a long talking point. Back-to-back hat tricks against Oh wait, no, sorry. I was jumping ahead. That's no okay. wait, yeah. Well, no, you brought it up. You, no, you we're, t- no, we're talking about the Canucks. No, we're talking about yes, the yeah, 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 we are. Yep. Yeah, okay, I'm fine then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just confusing cuz we played yeah. San Jose twice in the last yeah. 3 games. So. <laughs> yeah, <what> <laughs> yeah. Um
1: yeah, so back-to-back hat tricks against Carlson uh on the Tuesday there um and then Andre Kuzmenko who like I had to ask the chat. I'm like, "Okay, like if there's connects fans in there, like, am I just like not paying as much attention overall anymore as much as I still try to, or like just where did this Kuzmenko guy come from? And we were kind of talking about it after the fact of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he was just, he's just like a, you know, he was like a like a high prospect, right? He's yeah. kind of getting into the lineup now.
0: He, I, uh, I did some more thinking about it. He came actually from the KHL, so he's the got.
1: Okay, that makes that, sense. That
0: experience there. So. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, that was his eleventh NHL game, his eleventh, yep. and he scored NHL goals number four, five, and six for his hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> the guy literally doubled his goal scoring totals in one night. Mm-hmm. In his 11th NHL game. Ugh, man. Oh yeah, okay. like, here we go. He's yeah.
0: he's 26 years old, so he's like, he not like to compare him directly, but like Kaprizov kind of yeah. level, like old older like mid 20s in his prime kind of guy already. That's like now just coming over from the KHL into the okay. NHL. So it's it's not like some 18 year old like fucking 180 no, and pounds I, I soaking wet that, but... like teenager like baby faced guy was just like lighting us up. It's yeah, it, this is a man.
1: Um, but yeah, so back-to-back hat tricks—that's not a great look, obviously, no. especially when it's from. Okay, yes, William Carlson is having a resurgence this Eric. year, and it is. Or Eric, say William Carlson. Yes, <laughs> we we're talking about Vegas before the we started the show here. Uh, yeah, Eric Carlson is yes having a resurgence this year, right? But a hat trick from a defenseman, even of mm-hmm. like Carlson's history, right? Yeah, hat trick from a defenseman. Yikes. And then you got a guy who's in his 11th NHL game putting up another hat trick against you. Like, come on, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a tough look. And actually, sorry, I do have to correct something from the last episode. That was actually Eric Carlson's first career hat trick, which is wild oh, to Jesus me. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was? Um, it was, yeah. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I, I, I did look it up after, and it is. So it's, yeah, we, we we had said just first with a shark, but it was also the first hat trick by a Sharks defenseman in team history.
1: Again, Anaheim just has to give everybody the f- like the firsts and Yeah, right. Oh my god. Yeah. Technically um... <laughs> Brent
0: Burns had a hat trick, but he was a forward when he got the hat trick with San Jose. Oh, yeah. So not so technically a defenseman, but he was a forward in that scenario. So Eric oh, yeah. Carlson, first career hat trick and first hat trick as a shark. So I mean <laughs> regrettably, but like <laughs> but it's it's kind of cool.
1: Ugh um Okay, I'm going to bring up one more negative thing, but then I have something to go with it to kind of make it a touch better. Okay. Okay, go for it. Normally, if I'm bringing up the goaltending, right, and like saying it's not great, like you, you can make some arguments kind of against it. Mm-hmm. However, though, for this game against the Canucks, it seemed I was not the only one who was not a fan of John Gibson's game in particular. Uh, just... You know what? Yes, he didn't really have a whole whole lot of help in front of him. We're used to that at this point, so yeah. it's not even that here. But, like, the guy just did not seem in it, I guess. Like, the example that I pulled was uh, Miller's goal, to uh, JT Miller's goal to make it 3-1, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, it was a cross crease, but, like, Gibson literally just, like he went from the butterfly to, f- like, laying down where he was which was on his right side of the goal and the goal was scored on the left side like yeah he made like oh okay like he was like reaching out no he like didn't even reach out with his leg like it was just mm-hmm. he just, just fell
0: yeah that's that's like, one of those was, plays that you can tell like he's not into it because that's not a play yeah that, it's, an not, NHL it's not goalie normally Gibson makes. But,
1: yeah exactly. or, yeah yeah and like yes he had a high volume of shots against. He had 46 shots against.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You get tired. I I I get that, but an 848 save percentage, a negative 3.4 goal save above expected, that is a rough night. Yeah. And just to compare it, we'll look at the other, look at the guy at the other end of the ice, Spencer Martin, at an 839 save percentage on 31 shots, and a negative 2.78 goal save above expected. Okay. But this was Martin's twelfth NHL game.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Like this guy is a rookie for lack of a better term. No, he is, yeah. I guess he, yeah, I guess technically he he is, right? But like like Gibson literally put up rookie numbers against the Canucks, which like this isn't a slight at them, are nowhere near where I think they should be, even, Mm -hmm. right? Like going back to what we were talking about, um, like with our way too early season predictions. Again, way too early on them, apparently. But like this team, like the Canucks, should be better than they are, right? Yeah. Considering like how other teams in the Pacific are doing, maybe not playoff worthy, but they should be doing better. But yeah, this this effort in particular from Gibson was not it whatsoever. No, (laughs) however, I do think one of the goal save above expected in that negative 3.4, though, is to do with the single uh, low danger chance that got scored against him, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know what, I'll give him a little bit, a little bit of a benefit of the doubt on that, because, and and, and I'm in my head, I'm taking that away. So a negative 2.4, it's still not good. No, it's not good. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, but it makes it better. And here's why the one goal that got in that was a low danger goal should have been called goaltender interference. Absolutely. By the officials on ice, by the Toronto Situation Room, and by the NHL as a whole. How the fuck? Does that get called back? Or not get called back, sorry. How does that stand? How I would does love, that goal stand?
0: I would love an explanation. Like, what could you possibly come up with for an explanation for that?
1: Like, I I, I forget who the Vancouver player was, so forgive me. But, like, he is in the crease, initiates, like, it, like, does get contact on Gibson as Gibson's trying to get to the puck to cover it up, right? Which pushes him to Gibson's left. The puck comes out to the right and the guy taps it in. How is that not goaltender interference? So guess what, everybody? I'm going to read you rule 69 again, hey, which is funny nice because it's 69, right? It's, it's a good old laugh, but like Jesus Christ, we were joking like outside of like, oh, maybe the, you know, the NHL refs like, you know, see, oh, 69 and kind of laugh and then accidentally forget to fucking read it and go to rule 70 because they don't know what <laughs> the fuck they are doing on this. So again, I'm going to read. I'm going to read to you the chunk on goaltender interference. Okay. And then I have a specific part highlighted as well that comes just a little bit later. Okay. All right. Okay. So rule sixty nine, interference on the goalkeeper. Sixty nine point one. This rule is based on the premises, uh, on the premise that an attacking player's position, whether inside or outside the crease, should not by itself determine whether a goal should be allowed or disallowed. In other words. Goal scored while attacking players are standing in the crease may, in appropriate circumstances, be allowed. Goals should be disallowed only if one. An attacking player, either by his positioning or by contact, impairs the goalkeeper's ability to move freely within his crease or defend his goal. I think just right there, getting pushed yeah. away from the puck in the direction that it's going. Yeah, should be the call on its own.
0: Literally, textbook. Like, this is the situation described exactly as it happened.
1: And then, point two an attacking player initiates intentional or deliberate contact with a goalkeeper inside or outside his goal crease. Now, okay, I don't think it's deliberate. He's going for the puck also, but he didn't avoid it. So it's no. Incidental (laughs) incidental contact with a goalkeeper will be permitted and resulting goals allowed when such contract is initiated outside of the goal crease, provided the attacking player has made a reasonable effort to avoid such contact. That is right in the middle of the fucking blue paint. Now, the part that I have highlighted here, because about a paragraph later. The overriding rationale Sorry, maybe I didn't read that. I'm going to read this, I guess, on air anyway. Okay. (laughs) The overriding rationale of this rule is that a goalkeeper should have the ability to move freely within his goal crease without being hindered by the actions of another player. If an attacking... Okay, no, I did read this right. If an attacking player enters the goal crease and, by his actions, impairs the goalkeeper's ability to defend his goal, and a goal is scored, the goal will be disallowed. Again, I'll read, that, I'll read that paragraph one more time. Mm-hmm. A goalkeeper should have the ability to move freely within his goal crease without being hindered by the actions of an attacking player. If an attacking player enters the goal crease and, by his actions, impairs the goalkeeper's ability to defend his goal and a goal is scored, the goal will be disallowed. Do I need to read it a third time for NHL officials? Because yeah. like, I, what I, the fuck are you? What the fuck are you being paid for? I still You're don't not think being they paid would get to just go them. for yeah. free skate. Yeah, right. How about, like okay, the officials? That's one thing. That that's one group. How the fuck does the situation room get this one this wrong? This I, is the I, one I, time uh, I look at Dallas Eakins' reaction on the bench and I go, "Yeah, you know what? You're actually fucking right this time on your reaction here."
0: Yeah, that, that was is
1: horrible. Like, yeah, that He was literally
0: just the, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't know how is to react.
1: one of the worst, like, fuck-ups. I'm dropping the F-bomb a lot. I get it. Sorry, everybody. That's fine. Especially if you're a small child. Also, why are you listening to this if you're a small child, though? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Like, to fuck it up this bad, that is a top three example that I have seen out of the NHL. Oh yeah, And I'll argue that the top one is actually against Anaheim and that's the and, you know I might get some flack for this one the Kessler and Talbot thing in the 2017 playoffs Yeah
0: I, I would like, have to agree with you
1: This is as obvious of it and mm-hmm. the, and my reaction here is having some time to even sit with it like that is horrible that is horrible <laughs> Yeah, that's like, I I did have the clip of me because the great part was I was doing the watch along actually when this happened.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Um, let me let me see if I can find it again though because I accidentally got rid of it and I searched up something else here.
2: Oh yeah, fair uh, enough.
1: Let yeah here. Give give me a second to talk about or to to find it if you wanna. Um. Oh, actually, wait. Sorry. No, I did. You got I, it? Yeah, it was already uh, okay. It's, it saved my spot where I was. Oh, that's good. So here I can share the tab. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so this is from uh, the THPN live stream watch along of the Anaheim Ducks versus the Vancouver Canucks. You can go and find this on the THPN channel. Go like and subscribe to that as well. This is my live reaction to the call being made. Here we go. Ruling. What? What? Alright, apparently that's a good goal. And again, we ask what is goaltender interference? The NHL asks as well because they don't know what it is either. <laughs> just, just utter shock. Like <laughs> That's that was literally it. It was just shock at that point. Yeah, and yeah, like I, I, think it comes up like later in the chat. People are just like, "What the fuck?" Right? Like, yeah, like you, any you can't justify. Side, it. How, like, yeah, I, I would love. Like, I feel like for this, like you know how when there's uh, like suspensions made, the NHL puts out those mm. videos explaining yep. what it is that are comedic in their own right oh yeah it's, it's wow. hilarious because it's yeah. like oh yeah you know that this guy you know swung his stick and took off this guy's fingers this is slashing <laughs> no shit thanks um yeah. <laughs> but like like i i need that for every single allowed disallowed goal for goaltender interference yeah I need that specifically for that and what the reasoning was.
0: I, that's, sorry, if it, if it looks like I haven't been really paying attention, I swear I have, but I'm trying to scroll through the NHL PR account on Twitter because th- that's where they post these. They like, well, I'm literally staring at one right now. It's video review from 22 hours ago of the Seattle and Pittsburgh no-goal call 7-22 um, into the first period, which that, the game was yesterday. Saturday at uh, potentially it was a different Seattle-Pittsburgh yeah. game because that wouldn't make sense. That would actually be, have been before. Um, Anyways. But, yeah. Well, no, actually, no. It's it's literally, yeah, probably like seconds after it happened. But there's no, um, th- there's nothing for that one. And and there's ones for all the other challenges. So they probably couldn't even fucking make a video trying to explain why it wasn't yeah, like it's, why it didn't happen.
1: Like is such bogus. Like I forget where I I think it was the Steve Dangle podcast. They were talking that uh I think it was like, like the Dangle had heard or have been told that the reason that they haven't done like a rewrite basically of the NHL rule book is that it would take like four years to do oh, and yeah. too much time and money. So that's why it's just like tweaking rules here and there. But like, like I, like I genuinely think, besides what we were talking about for like a goal that gets deflected off of somebody else, like does that change the context of what's going on, mm-hmm. right? Like besides maybe having something like that there, the goal interference rule as written is fine, actually. I think. Yeah, right? It's and that, just and not that's called coming, that way, though. <laughs> and that's coming from an official and a goaltending standpoint here. Like, I look at that, and I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah. Like, it works as it is there. I think. Yeah. Right? But, like, like, how is the, the basis of it, like, spelled out for you? Not not used by the officials and the situation room when that is their fucking job. Yeah, right. Hire me and give me just fucking like free hot dogs whenever I'm doing a game. Fuck, like (laughs) have somebody that'll just actually get it fucking right for once. That is at least consistent. That's the big thing, right? Like, yes, they do get it right. Yes, they do fuck it up a lot. But like consistency here, people. And the Mm -hmm. NHL is a fucking huge issue with consistency. Oh, yeah. Whether it comes to goaltender interference, whether it just comes to officiating honestly overall, and you, like Carter, you know especially, I hate to bag on the officials because I am one, right? If I'm bagging on the officials though, it's for a fucking reason. And it's because they are fucking up royally when they do. Mm -hmm. But when it's as common as it is in the NHL, like the NHL, I'm sure hates scouting the refs like that, that website. I'm sure they hate it. Oh yeah. Right. But for somebody like me or any other hockey fan who like wants to take a look at that kind of stuff. Right. Cause you know, like we know who the coaches are, right. Like who, who the players are, especially right. But like, how many of the refs do you actually know who they are? Besides Wes McCauley, because media in general, NHL and outside, mm. like to show off when he's, you know, giving some character to the fucking league.
0: Yeah, I, right? I bet if I if you gave like besides, me, like, a few like, minutes to think of it, I could probably yeah. come up with, like, three.
1: Yeah, like, Wes McCauley and Tim Peel, and I don't even know if I count that one at this point because the guy got booted because got he got canned, caught yeah. on air Saying like to, that, he was trying to find a call on I think it was Nashville for that game, right? Mm-hmm. So now Tim Peel is quite active on Twitter. So like yes, yeah. he's a he's a year two removed, but I don't, I don't even count him at this point because like like just for on ice guys. Besides Wes McCauley, just think to yourself for a second: how many NHL officials do you know? Like, like their their name or like their their ID number, essentially, right? Like, but mm-hmm. when I say ID number, like Trevor Zegers is nineteen, like that's his ID number, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or not Trevor Troy Terry. Um, but like, like how many of those guys do you know, right? So that's where it's like scouting the ref is fantastic, right? You can you can take a look at that and you can see like what's a specific team's record when that ref is playing. Or is, is, is refing the is refing the game, right? Or or play like,
0: because they're kind of the third team.
1: Yeah. You know. Like what's like what how many like what's the average goals that are gonna be scored like for both teams uh together kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like like you can see all that stuff. Learn who these officials are and like especially the one and, and, and this is for myself too. Learn the ones that are fucking up constantly. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and just like it, it, something has to change. And it has been asked for by players, by fans, by coaches, like literally everybody who is not NHL officiating. It has been asked Mm -hmm. for for years, just for some fucking decent consistency. Can we please just have it? People are tired of begging for consistency to understand a, let's be honest, a complex game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, there needs to be some fucking consistency besides, oh, yeah, there's a sheet of ice and there's a puck and guys whack at it. When you get to the other, like, to the rules of it otherwise... There's no fucking consistency whatsoever. You're playing a literal new game every time you step on the ice.
2: Yeah. And no, it
1: has right. to yeah. change. It has to change.
0: Yeah, so it's uh Yeah, it's I mean,
1: and and we can, uh, and yeah, we can I, get I don't into have it again a little yeah. bit later, not as egregious, <laughs> yeah. but I have another example.
0: But yeah, not it, totally it will come out again. But,
1: it's but it's but going it, to come yeah. up again. Yeah.
0: So um yeah that is the game against the sharks so it's uh yeah obviously bagging on uh, Gibson and goalie interference is um like a huge negative for that game but generally there was some things to be happy about for that one so i mean we got 5 yeah. goals like that's <laughs> That's fantastic.
1: And you should be able to win with five goals. But when John Gibson yeah. plays the way he does, and you have a defense in front that plays the way that it does, whether by choice or by being told how to do it, uh, you get eight scored against you. And uh, yeah, that doesn't really fucking work. So, yeah, exactly. Have so. fun trying to win games that way.
0: Yeah. Um. We should, I suppose, take a quick break. Um, we'll throw it over to our friends at DraftKings. <laughs> sorry that that is what we are proceeding Oh yeah, I should, the Sorry,
1: with, so. I, I just looked at the time even. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then, uh, yeah, on the other side, we will talk about the Sharks game. It'll be a little bit more brief because there's not, a, not as much to get not us going much. on that one. Yeah. Um, upcoming game, and I suppose that's it. So, we will see you in just a couple of minutes here.
1: NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a Same Game Parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, and place a $5 pre-game Moneyline bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: So, I have a question for you, Nate. Is there anything better in the entire world than beating the San Jose Sharks in a shootout
1: Um, beating them in a game that we so should not have that's 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 a good point like, yeah <laughs> so should not have like when I say that I don't know if people realize by how much I mean by so shouldn't have won that game do you want to see something crazy I do, I do, yeah. All right, you know me, you know that mm-hmm. I love the Deserve to Winometer, right? Mm. And just because it compiles all the stats together and shows you how a game should probably go, right? Mm. Just based on it's the of-
0: the equivalent of you put the the roster. Into actually, it's even better than just putting the roster into like the EA NHL games and hitting sim yeah. game. Like, it's better than that because it takes like the actual events of the game.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and the deserve to win meter, instead of just one time through uh, like the NHL games, uh, it goes through like these stats a thousand times, right? And like with its formulas or whatever, and gives you an idea of who should win this game right or who mm-hmm. deserved to win based on their play Um, this is the most lopsided deserve to win meter I have ever seen 31 or 30 or 93 sorry <laughs> 90, I, I wow. can't read right now 93.1% in favor of the San Jose Sharks wow the Ducks win this game seven percent of the time 6.9 if you want to be technical on it
2: Hmm.
1: wow that is (laughs) uh, that is insane that is the like most i'm serious that is the most lopsided deserve to winometer i have ever seen and i was going through some of the stats for it like like through this game and yeah 100% should not have fucking won this game. Yeah. I mean, look Uh, at the shots. Literally, just look at the shots. Yeah. Shots alone. I have it. Oh, yeah. It's up up here. 52 uh, to to 25. 25.
0: Yeah. What? They were, the shots were like 21 to four or something at the end of the first period. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I I can, I can (laughs) confirm that here in
1: just a second. Like, yeah, like 52 to 25. Is insane. And yeah, 21-4. Yeah. The the sweet the sweetener on that part, 52 shots from the sharks. This isn't the Tampa Bay Lightning that we're talking about. This is not the Florida Panthers that we're talking about, which, by the way, if you haven't glued in for the Sunday episodes yet, if there's a game on Sunday, we're not talking about it until Wednesday. So we're not talking about the game against the Panthers today. Um, so yeah, this isn't Tampa. This isn't uh florida this isn't boston right this isn't uh hell even vancouver that we -hmm. just talked about the game before right this is the sharks as of today as of this recording we have the same amount of points as the sharks with two less games played so like Mm -hmm. like we're not great i'm not saying that we're great or we're high and (laughs) mighty over the san jose sharks but like The Sharks aren't doing too good either right now. Both of us, nine points. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) And you let them out shoot you 52 to 25? You let them have this kind of a game? The expected goals for this game was 6.06 to 3.27. This should have been a blowout game for the Sharks. Yeah. It
0: should have been in, like you had talked about. It should have been one of those embarrassing losses,
1: but it yeah. wasn't, which like, is, which it, yeah. is cause
0: for celebration. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah. But like, it's it's mind boggling.
1: It's, like, yeah. And yeah, like you said, we had zero calls against, which I find to be a little bullshit also. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm gonna take off two because in my again, in my head, I know it's not actual, but I'm right. gonna take off two because two that we got again was because we lost a review that again, somehow that the- I, that I, I, I took a look at again and I'm like, should have won that. Should have mm-hmm. won that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, here you go. So this, uh, the the goal ahead goal to make it three two for the Sharks in the second period. That's the one I'm going to bring up here because that's the one that was challenged by Dallas Eakins and the rest of the Anaheim Ducks coaching staff. Which, like, rightfully so. They've they've actually done fine on that as of late. Mm-hmm. It's been fine, right? Because I know that was a talking point for us earlier this season too. Of like, there's probably things that they should have been trying to challenge. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's why I can't do it. Hold on a second. Um, I had to stop the previous screen share. Oh, yeah. Um, where are we here? Okay, here. This is... I, I went through this again on uh, on YouTube for this game. Frame by frame, watching this play. The Anaheim Ducks challenged this goal for offside. Um, Carter, mm-hmm. does that look like offside to you? Absolutely, it does. I'm just going to make it a little bit bigger here. Does that look like offside to you? Uh,
0: still looks like it offside. I, if you could make it a little bigger, that would
1: yeah. Be here, nice. let's just, let's just get a little bit bigger. So just just yeah. for reference, here. Enhance. the the, the Enhance. puck. The puck is right here. If you can see yeah. my uh, if you, if you can see my cursor here. Yep. Yeah. The the puck is there. I, I can promise yeah. you that.
0: Enhance. Oh yeah, there it is.
1: I that can see it. that that looks a little fucking offside. Oh, you
0: know what? It, actually, can you zoom in on the sharks player at the top of the screen there?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. What's uh? Oh. Oh, Does I see it. You know oh, what yeah, the problem yeah. is? He, his feet aren't on the ice, so he's not actually he's not actually a player. <laughs> actually, so
1: no, fun fact. I found this frame because his ice his skates are still on the ice. He hasn't mm. done the jump yet. It, I mean, it's like it's, it's, it's hard f- to tell
0: fra- because I lo- it's a f- I'm,
1: it's, a, it's a it's a frame or two later where his feet leave.
0: It, it's yeah. I mean. <laughs> I, Either way, I was trying to be funny because it's. Either way, it doesn't matter if his no, feet are I, on I, the ice or not. Yeah. I don't care if he's standing on the fucking boards or if his feet are on the ice. He's no, in the, the zone the, and the, he the is not changed on, yet. He's the,
1: not changed. The feet on the ice does actually impact this, but so that's why I was I was saying like no, it's a frame or two later where his feet do leave the ice. Yeah, I still think but either way, it's done. That, like that, that part doesn't
0: even matter to me. That it, it is doesn't even matter. Offside.
1: It is. That is offside. And that Sharks player, if you don't remember, is doing a change from Anaheim's end to his bench. It's the second period, right? It's, the, it's so you, a short bench. You, you do
0: the, the weird switch thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like, that is offside. Yeah. That is, is offside. Do I, you know what? Do I need to pull out the rule for offside? Should I pull out the rule for offside?
0: No, because it's not going to help. Like, it's <laughs> he's offside. He's in the zone. So like, it's a, it's, I, I just don't understand how you can lose these challenges that are just so obvious. It doesn't make any sense.
1: You, you shouldn't be losing them. That's the
0: thing. Yeah. Like, I, it's, yeah, it, it's wild. So, I mean, thankfully, we won the game and it had no effect on the outcome. Yes, it gifted the Sharks a point, which will affect the standings because it's a division rival or it it has the potential to affect the standings at the end of the season I should say but yeah i mean we won the game justice was served so that's all good but it's it just sets a horrible horrible precedent for the rest of the season
1: so you know, i don't even think that it sets a precedent because there's no precedent setting for the nhl and it's Yeah i mean that's point. fair but there's no there's no fucking precedent yeah um
0: yeah, so moving on here, because we otherwise we could talk about this for another 20 minutes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we have to praise Anthony Stoley the goalie stole That is the oh, he is the we, he only to, fucking reason he we needs won to, this game. He needs to legally change his name, his last name to instead of being S T O L A R Z, needs to be S-T-O-L-E-A-R-Z. Because yeah, that is what he does, is he's he steals games. He stole that.
1: Yeah. Anthony uh, stole the game ours. A 923 save percentage on 52 shots. You're gonna hear that <sighs> you go, Yeah, that's pretty good. But again, my favorite stat that shows better than the save percentage goals against average, right? Is that good old goals save above expected, right? You know, mm-hmm. I love that stat. It does show a good idea of how a goalie's night was, right? Because yeah. it takes into account the type of shots. Um you know, if it's like a cross crease, a straight on kind of like what's the like the, the situation overall kind of takes that into consideration mm-hmm. for the most part. Right. Uh, <laughs> plus 2.07 goal save above expected. Yeah, I would say so.
0: <laughs> he had some phenomenal saves. He had That's, a
1: great yeah. fucking game. And what was the what was the tweet that you had before the game? Uh, just talking about Stellar's.
0: Oh yeah, no, I can read that off because I. Um, yeah, do you you have it there? I do. Yeah, it's uh, Oh, that's not the right one. This one.
1: Um, you you so don't tweet much, but like this one, I like no. I read it. And I was like, yes. Go Card- yeah, so I, I said well um,
2: like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm 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 actually trying. Uh, so I said Stellar's getting the start tonight. Uh, glad to see the coaching staff making the right call and not gifting Gibson second and third chances anymore. Stellar's is the better goalie right now, and he is being rewarded for it. Uh, and then I had another tweet because I have lots of things to say, and I cannot limit myself to 256 characters, ever. <laughs> um, and that said, of course it's a back-to-back this weekend, as Gibson will get the start tomorrow anyways, or so Gibson will get the start tomorrow anyways, but giving Stolli the first half is uh, still a message that the faith is with him right now. Hashtag, and the goalie we trust. Um, I had some people arguing with me on there as well, that like Stoll, Stollars is not the better goalie, they both are not Good right now, and yeah, Stellar's stats—if you just look at them—don't look fantastic. But you have to remember, three of those were in relief of John Gibson, who so is coming in cold in a playing yeah. twenty minutes in the third period in a game that we're losing, and he's let in goals but hasn't faced a ton of shots because the Ducks are trying to make a comeback. You take out those games, he has nine nine oh two and nine ten, nine oh two and nine oh nine save percentages, and like he's been consistently good. And even in the periods yeah. that he's coming in relief, the stats don't look good, but he's been consistent in making saves that we need to either win us the game or to give us a chance in coming back. Yeah. So, so at, you at least know what you're getting from Anthony Stellars. But with yeah. John Gibson, he's like all over the place.
1: Yeah, so, so here, you know what? I'll rebuttal on your behalf as well with uh, stats because you can't argue stats. Yeah. Right? So what what's the argument that Stellars is not better than Gibson right mm-hmm. now? He's he hasn't been the better goalie. Yeah. Uh okay, so six less games played than John Gibson, sure, but John Gibson hasn't finished three of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Just keep keep that in mind. And Stellar's has not started three of them. Uh Anthony Stellar's a point or a 3.9 goals against average. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that doesn't. It Th- doesn't great. look
0: great. No, that doesn't sound
1: oh. great. Uh, John Gibson with three more games played, four point five eight. Point for Stolarz. Uh Save percentage nine oh one for Anthony Stellars. That's not great numbers. I mean, decent. It, it's above nine hundred. So, but, it, but yeah, it's yeah, just above below the average, but, but above nine hundred. So, yeah, but it's yeah, it's fine. Uh, let's take a look at John Gibson. Eight uh, eighty three. Point for Stellars. And then, as I just talked about, we're gonna take a look at the lovely goal save above expected. Mm-hmm. Point nine. Notice no negative there. Just, just a point point nine. nine. Essentially. Goal one. save above expected. So one. Slightly better than expected. Yeah. yeah. For Stellars. i Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all right. For Stellars, yeah. In six mm-hmm. games played. Uh John Gibson -8 on the season. Again, -8. Gibson's had his moments for sure this season. But this is why I've been pushing for and it's it's not to spite or like get down on John Gibson. No. In either respect. But it's Stellars has been the better guy. Yeah. I get it. John Gibson is making a shit ton more money.
0: And but it has like, the potential, it has the ceiling to be yeah. better. Has has a much higher ceiling than Stellar's.
1: <laughs> but if Stellars, who's been everywhere in his career, right, and mm. back and forth between the NHL and the AHL, even with his time in Anaheim, right? Like he didn't become the back of an Anaheim until Ryan Miller retired, right? Mm-hmm. Stolarz has been the better goalie, right? Like, this is this is the guy that you should be running a little bit more with. This is mm-hmm. why I push for the tandem of Stolarz and Gibson. Because then Gibson plays better. Yeah. And you're just more consistent in your goaltending throughout. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. play Stellars more often.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, it's not to slight John Gibson, but it's it's to the point that if you're putting in John Gibson, it's giving advantage to the other team already. It doesn't matter who they have in, right? Mm-hmm. You're giving advantage unless Gibson pulls like the like one of the two games that he's been fantastic. Out of his ass. Other than that, like Gibson has a negative goal save above expected, I think, in every other game, except for maybe two.
0: Yeah, probably. I can go back and yeah. double check
1: that. But no, I think you're right. Like, yeah. It's not looking good for Gibson yeah. right now. And I, okay, so I did have somebody in uh, a group chat that I'm in um, who's not an Anaheim fan as well. So they're looking at this from an outside perspective. Mm hmm. So Anaheim should probably trade Gibson to New Jersey, right? <laughs> is what is what the is what the message said. Yeah. And I didn't even go the route of like, okay, like what would New Jersey be willing to to give up? What would Anaheim be looking for specifically out of it? Right. Like kind of like one of the pros and cons. I'm just like, I don't know what they would actually get for him. Like Anaheim for for Gibson. Is he a solid goalie? Yes, but he has struggled this season, especially. The defense doesn't help that either, but he has struggled. 883 save percentage, a negative eight goals save above expected. I'm like, you're not going to get much value of a return there. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if Gibson was playing awesome, like not necessarily stealing games, but like. Giving you average stats? Like (laughs) Lars was in this game against San Jose, giving you the chance to win the game, right? Like, if Gibson was doing that, like, nine out of ten games for a stretch kind of thing? Like, yeah, sure. You could probably trade him high value, right? Mm. Like, even with how early in the season it is, might be able to get a top pick for him. Plus some. Right, mm-hmm. like you could if, if he was doing that. He's not doing that though. Yeah, right now, I think, especially with the contract and the stats that are following it, they'd be lucky to get like a fifth round pick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's it's not Gibson, worth it to Gibson trade him Gibson at this point. Needs, no, Gibson needs to figure it out, and Dallas Eakins needs to finally clue in to play Anthony Stolarz just a little bit more.
0: I it, this will depend on what happens Sunday. So, um. Obviously, Gibson's getting the start, so we have to find out what is going to happen there. But um, I'm assuming the first game on the Tuesday against the Sharks was kind of a scheduled start for Stolarz because you knew that the back-to-back was coming up. Okay, let's get Stolarz into the game. They didn't have to do that, but it was probably it was probably scheduled. They, yeah, they, no matter what happened. Um, but given the track record of Dallas Eakins and the coaching staff, it's very possible they just would have run. Gibson all week and then, okay, back-to-back situation, now we have to play Stellars in one of these two games. We've seen yep. it before and it's not like it's Stellars' first game of the season because he's started once already and then came in relief three times. So, like, it's not like you, you would need to start him on the yeah. Tuesday but they did. So, probably a little bit of a, okay, Gibson's not playing fantastic but, like, he's, he's, he's doing okay but we are going to have to play Stellars on the weekend so let's put him in. Yep. Um, giving Stellars the first game sends, like I said in my tweet, sends a little bit of a message like, okay, this is the goalie we trust more now, so we're playing that goalie in the first game. Yeah, you, you could make the argument, San Jose, oh, sorry, San Jose, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, okay, Gibson's our top goalie, so we're going to play him against Florida. So, so we're yeah. going to go a little bit backwards this time. It happens. But I still think there was a little bit of a, let's play Stellars in the first game
1: because he is the guy that has earned it. Um. It's also a game on the road, right? So, like, that does yeah. factor a, a slight bit into it. A little but. bit, a little
0: bit. But this week is going to be very interesting to see what happens. And I'm jumping ahead a little bit into upcoming games, but we have Wednesday against oh, that's fine. Minnesota. And then we have uh, Saturday against Chicago. So, um, and then next week is Tuesday against Detroit. So, we, we don't have a lot of games coming up here. But so you could easily play Gibson in against both Minnesota and Chicago and no one bats an eye because, yeah, you got two days off, Minnesota. Two days off, Chicago. Two days off, Detroit. You can play Gibson in all three of those home games there. However,
1: who do you want?
0: If Stellaris gets any of those starts, then props to Dallas Eakins because he recognizes that Stellaris gives the team the better chance
1: to win these games. Read me those next three games one more time.
0: Minnesota on Wednesday. Okay. Chicago on Saturday. Yep. And Detroit on Tuesday.
1: Okay, so starting with Minnesota, they are currently two spots out of a wild card spot. Mhm. For the for the western uh, side. Yep. Chicago is in that western spot right now with a 5-5 mm-hmm. and 2 record. Mhm. And I can't say, oh, like you know, they're they're just in it with like technically like a five-seven record, right? But like, like th- they're a playoff team right now, technically. If the playoffs yeah, started, yeah, if yeah. the playoffs started at is three p.m. Pacific on November sixth, Chicago is a playoff team, mm-hmm. which way too early season predictions are fucking <laughs> fun. Yeah, (laughs) And again, but I know we're only like 12 games into the season. I guess San Jose's played 14 now. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then Detroit on Tuesday. And uh, Detroit. Oh, yeah. Where uh, where is Detroit right now? Oh, yeah. Sitting third in the fucking Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at those games. And I'm looking at my goaltenders and how they've played lately. Mm hmm. My opinion, which I know means jack shit in reality. My opinion, you play Gibson against Minnesota,
0: mm-hmm. right? Depending on how this game against Florida goes, if it, if he gets absolutely yeah. shit on, then yeah, that's subject to change. But yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah, Minnesota, like they're they're doing okay. The only reason that they're out of the of a playoff spot right now because they played one less game than Chicago, have the same points percentage. Uh Chicago just has that extra overtime loss on mm-hmm. top of it. That's that's the difference yeah. here. Like they have the same goal differential. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that, that's that's literally the yeah. only difference here.
0: Yeah. So you play Gibson against Minnesota.
1: So I play Gibson against Minnesota. I'm playing Stellars right now against Chicago and Detroit because those are the put more challenging teams because all three of these teams are going to be a challenge for where the Anaheim Ducks are currently sitting in the standings. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm playing Stellars against the more challenging teams right now because he's the guy that has shown that he can handle it. Yeah. John Gibson right now has not shown it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. Like if I see Stellars is the starting goaltender for any game, I feel more confident about Absolutely. what the result could be. I shouldn't, but I do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like off of pay alone, you should be more confident with the guy who's making a lot more. Yeah. Right? And the guy who has stuck in the NHL basically since day one. Right? Like, mm-hmm. he was the guy that Anaheim had to choose between him and Freddie Anderson. Right? And we've seen what Anderson has done since he left, right? Went to mm-hmm. Toronto, did pretty well. Went to Carolina. He's done pretty well as well, besides getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like he's done so. well as well. But, like, Stoley's the guy that I would be going with right now. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so and I I think we've seen Eakins recognize that, but it we, we'll have to see what happens next week so
1: yeah i'm not i'm not holding my breath for it because it's yeah (laughs) because
0: it's 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 gonna come down to
1: oh john gibson's the face of the franchise yeah you know what your face needs to maybe have a little bit more face time on the bench right now
0: (laughs) i mean i'm not mad about that his uh let's let's unmask john gibson uh, (laughs) that'll make hockey hockey way more exciting to watch especially when they show the bench shots i'll be like "Mm, yeah (laughs) there we go most paused uh, part of Anaheim Ducks games is when John Gibson gets shown on the bench.
1: He's he's <laughs> more pretty on the bench right now than he is in the crease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So so uh, uh, anyway, back, to continue on with the back to this game, yeah, <laughs> of this game because I guess we we start. I mean, the that still is a that positive that yeah. Into a discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, positives though, Ducks are still f- are Ducks are. F- uh, if I have this correctly, mm-hmm. four and one in overtime or shootout games. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty yeah. sweet. And then you look at the standings and you go. Wait, we're four and one. We we have four wins. Yeah, we still haven't won in regulation. No, nope. <laughs> which is it, tough. It, but... it is November, and we still haven't won in regulation. Yeah, so that's uh that
0: that looks tough. But I mean, at least we know that if a game goes to overtime or shootout, we got a pretty decent chance.
1: Yeah, exactly. If if a game goes, uh, pull up your DraftKings Sportsbook app and bet on the Ducks. It's, so, a, it's a
0: it's pretty pretty good yeah. bet, I would say. Because like
1: like I, I follow uh, our friend Audie's uh, advice of like don't bet on your team, right? Mm-hmm. But like that's the one time where I would put money down on the Ducks,
0: Is if it's <laughs> as going, if it's to, going
1: overtime. to overtime.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, just to to tie into this as well, the Ducks are comeback kids. We in our four wins. First yeah. one, we were down 4-2 in the third period to Seattle, and we ended up winning 5-4 in overtime. Huge comeback for the home opener. Yep. Our next win, we were down 3-1 to uh, in the third against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and we ended up winning 4-3 in overtime. Yep. Uh, San Jose Part 1 on the Tuesday there. We won that one 6-5 in a shootout. There was, we weren't really trailing. Well, like we were, but it wasn't really a comeback. Like At the, yeah. at the end of the game, we were up 5-4, Carlson tied it, and then we took it in the shootout. But it was, it was a very back-and-forth game, so I wouldn't call that one a comeback. Uh, but then San Jose Part 2, down 4-2 in the third, and we come back and win 5-4. Hmm. Do you want to always be coming back in games? Absolutely not. Yeah, but it if, you're nice? cu- if you're down in a game and you can come back and win it, that's that's fantastic. That yeah, you would it, are able would it, to do that.
1: Would it be nice to hold on to a fucking lead? Yes, please. God, I'd love to be able to hold on to a lead for a lead for longer than like five minutes, right? And that's being gracious. Yeah, five minutes—that's all I fucking ask.
0: Yeah, but it's it's at least exciting that you know that the ducks aren't ever out of a game. Uh, well, I mean, maybe maybe the the sharks or not. Yeah. Sorry, the Canucks one where it, it got pretty messy at the end maybe the New York Islanders won when it's it, that one looks pretty rough as it's like okay 4-1, yeah. 5-1 one, one. oh fuck okay, yeah we're, yeah we're it's,
1: it's not happening <laughs> but if the Ducks are
0: within 2 at any point in the third period there is the possibility of them coming back and that is exciting and that is why you don't leave the Honda Center early folks <laughs> and that is why you don't turn off the game like I did last night
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: when the Ducks were down 4-2 in the third
1: Unless you're playing the Vancouver Canucks and then yeah, just fucking turn it off. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, so it's so that that's pretty cool. But it would yeah. be nice to just get a lead, hold on to it, and win a game. Yeah. In regulation.
1: Okay, I have one more positive here actually for this game. Surprisingly, yeah, this, go for it. this shows the show has actually been fairly positive. We've caught on the yeah. negatives a little bit more, sure, but that's more with like the officiating kind of fucking us over yeah, a little yeah, bit. Exactly. Right. So as a positive there. We are doing something yeah. right in the review area, at least. So, mm-hmm. Which has been something we've talked about before. Yep. One last positive here. Mm-hmm. Carter, do you know offhand who the shooters were for the Anaheim Ducks through the five rounds against the San Jose Sharks on Saturday night?
0: Uh, yes, I do. Let's see if I can get them in order, too. I think we started with Zgris. Yes. And then we went Troy Terry. Correct. And then Mason McTavish. Yes. And then it was Comtois. Yep. And then it was Adam Henrique. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and notably, there's one name missing from that list. Who is it, Carter? It's uh our boy Kevin Shattenkirk. Took Kevin my advice. Kevin
2: Shattenkirk. Everybody, he sat the
0: fuck down. <laughs> that was like. I, I am so glad that he got kicked out of that first game against San Jose and Dallas Eacons couldn't put him in a shootout and then we won. And then he was like, oh, we didn't play Kevin Shattenkirk in the shootout and we won. <laughs> and then like the gears started to, to click a little bit. Some some cobwebs came off and then ever, ever since then, now we now we can see Kevin Shattenkirk does not go in the shootout and good things happen. And that was a phenomenal, those were phenomenal picks. Of course, yeah. you're starting Zegris and Terry. Like that's that's never not going to happen as long yeah. as those two are Anaheim Ducks and healthy. You put Mason McTavish in for the third one. Fantastic choice.
1: Yes, for, thank put you. Put the Finally. the nineteen
0: year old in there, especially after he got his first goal of the season on um on a breakaway. Like yeah. that was that was literally just like if that was not assigned to Dallas Eakins to put Mason <laughs> McTavish in the shootout, I, I I don't know. Like if he hadn't done hadn't put McTavish in the shootout, I would have been like. What are you thinking? We literally saw him, yeah, basically take a shootout, like a practice shootout, yeah. in the game that he scored on to give the Ducks life. Yep. Like so, phenomenal choice, Max Comtois. Who actually, I, I've forgotten to talk about him. He's been phenomenal been the last two great. games with Trevor Zegras. And I mean, obviously, you're going to play phenomenally if you're playing with Trevor Zegras. But two goals. Already two mm. big goals in yeah. those two games, and he's looked phenomenal. He's been a presence. He's been physical, as you talked about. Max Comtois is here to stay. I hope that he, whatever happened last season is behind him, and he can be the winger for Trevor zegris for years to come. Because I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, and then Adam Henrique, who scored where, the game tying goal. Yep, and had a chance in overtime. And oh, also he gave a little pat to uh, to Reimer <laughs> after McTavish's yeah. goal. Did you see that? That was fantastic. <laughs> we. I know that that's gutsy. That's gutsy by Henrik. <laughs> absolutely, I know that um, that Ryan Getzlaff will always and forever be Captain Clutch, but Adam Hen- Henrik but the, the spirit last of games. the spirit of that of, of Getzlaf's Clutchness yeah. has now been transferred to Adam Henrik, and yeah. uh, we're we're doing an impromptu just just very quickly, and it's not it's not going to be a big duck <laughs> a energy big d- energy <laughs> move. That's a big dad energy move right there. <laughs> Thank you, Papa Henrique, for all, all of that. That was fantastic. What a phenomenal game. Yeah. For him. What a phenomenal start to the season for him. He has been so clutch. Yeah, so clutch.
1: and it, it might not show up, like if you're looking at the direct stats, right? Three goals and an assist for four points in 12 games, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that might not be the clutch that you're thinking of, but it's been the way that he's played on ice, mm-hmm. right? And the timeliness of those points. Exactly. Um yeah Max Contois as well uh, all four points are goals this season. And again this has been a team that has struggled to score, right? Um yeah. but uh yeah and then yeah Troy Terry has 5. Zegris is leading the team in goal scoring right now with 7. Hell yeah. Like yeah, that's awesome. And uh, and I, again, like I know the names that I threw out when we were talking about the shootout last time
2: mm-hmm.
1: are you know kind of the obvious picks, right? Yeah. So I'm not really gonna throw out the "oh hey I, I told you so" kind of thing, right? Because they're the obvious picks. They should have been the obvious picks. A long Bucky day below. Yeah. <laughs> for Dallas Eakins. Thank fuck he at least did it this time. I'm not going to say that he's finally clued in. Because we can get to the next game and it's a shootout. And Dallas goes, you know what, Chatty? You've missed the last two. Go take the first shot, buddy. hmm And fucking goes for a field goal instead, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that he's clued in yet. He at least clued in for that game, though. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know what? I'll give him a pat, like I like like Henry gave Reimer. <laughs> I'll give Dallas Eakins a pat for that, because it's like, good job, you didn't fuck up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, maybe the tables are turning for Dallas Eakins there, fixing the problems with the shootout, giving Stellaris some more games. We might be on the the uh, the uprising here for the Dallas Eakins. Um, redemption tour that ends in the Jack Adams. Just gonna I'm not fucking hot,
1: holding my breath.
0: <laughs> no, I know hot takes already. We're we're, we're November sixth that we're recording this, and the Docs are way out of a playoff spot. But if this this could be the beginning of the uh, the Dallas Eakins
1: what, redemption tour. Sorry, today. what are the standings? right now uh the columbus blue jackets are currently sitting dead last in the league Mm -hmm. um 12 games played three wins nine losses uh for a 0.25 point percentage and a negative 25 goal differential which is a league worse Uh, yeah um Maybe a little bit of hyperbole from you, but uh I would rather put money on the Columbus Blue Jackets winning the Stanley Cup this season than I would Dallas Eagans turning it around and winning a Jack Adams. That's I, fair. Sorry, Jack Adams, I guess, even like to put the cherry on top. So Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fair. Um uh, I was just trying to see. I thought you could uh I thought with DraftKings you could put money on the Jack Adams.
2: Uh, uh but future- I, no.
0: Um, no, it's just the big like the big name trophies um oh, and
1: interesting, then, yeah, I guess it's just such maybe a... you have to do
0: it before the season starts and and it's maybe. like it's a more of a niche one right like it's not like yeah
1: it's such a it's such a shit show uh trophy to even try to win right' yeah. like, I guess you're not trying to win it, right you're trying to coach your hockey team, but
0: yeah um... and and I guess too, it's not like a player like whereas all the other things you can bet on with draftkings they're like player awards. Yeah, like stat-based what's, awards, right?
1: What, what's the way that uh, that Adam Wild from the SDP put it? The the Jack Adams is the um, wow, your team did better than we thought they would award, mm-hmm. right? So Daryl Sutter winning it last year with the Calgary Flames, and like the way that they took off, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Congrats, you did way better than we expected you to do. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean. If the ducks, if the ducks were to squeak into a wild card, mm-hmm. maybe you yeah, have maybe. A, maybe you have an argument for uh, Dallas Eagans for the Jack Adams, but uh, I, I I don't see that happening. Sorry everybody, yeah, I don't see that happening.
0: <laughs> I don't know, that, but I'm just I'm just saying that now so that when it happens, I can come back to this episode <laughs> here and be like, look at this, look at this. It was right in front of us the whole time. But, um, oh, but I mean, either way, we might be seeing the start of the uh Dallas Eakins Redemption Tour here. But I'm not to be seen. Br- i know even for not. that. I'm not. I'm, my I'm trying to be nice. Okay. We're trying to be positive here.
1: Hey, I'm trying to be nice to Ekins get out, as out of here well. with your negativity. I'm trying to be nice to Eakins as well. Congratulations. You didn't put a shitty defenseman in a shootout. Great job. <laughs> you have some brain cells, at least.
0: Um, last thing about the shootout here. I, uh, I mean, anyone that watched these last couple games, <laughs> you, you watched the shootout, but like
1: just. We will post this on Twitter as well, by the way.
0: Yeah. The again, the cockiness of Trevor Zegras to even like do this move, like it's just such a swagger move, anyways that he does. But the balls to do it in back-to-back shootouts against different goalie, but the same team, and pull it off and score. Look at this. Same move, literally like skates to the blue line. Timing's a little bit off, but I lined yeah. up the actual goals here. Comes, Comes out in the right side. Wait, stick handles out of his fucking mind, and then just cuts. And and puts it in. And then the goalies reaction is the same too. They're like, ah yeah. Stand up slowly with lots Check of pain out. in their eyes. Look at that. <laughs> look at even the goalies are the fucking same. <laughs> but like right here, look at this. He's yeah. he's here this frame in the slot. He's fucking right in front of the crease, the next, and then he cuts. Oh, I want this one right here. That's where the goalies know they fuck up. And yep. then boom, in the net. <laughs> And then just casually stick in both hands. Just like yep. going, going for a little, little curve.
1: Yeah. Yep. Like, And uh, San Jose fans, if you got to go to both these games, you got to see this both times. And you were probably booing him both times. And then were, we're silent yeah. both times after he scored both times.
0: <laughs> yep. A little deja vu there for, uh, for everyone in San Jose. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that those, was funny. Those people
1: reach into their pockets and they're like, okay, this is maybe... Uh, uh, a fucking reference and a half that I'm going to pull out here. But they're trying to find that remote from the Adam Sandler movie, Click. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, what the f- do, like, do I have that remote? How am I back to this yeah. game on Tuesday? I thought it was supposed to be Saturday. <laughs> Joke's on you. It was Saturday. And you saw the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> All right.
0: We've got um, an upcoming game to talk about here that we've already kind of alluded to, but we'll get more in depth on it the Minnesota Wild will be in town on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. They are as you said just currently sitting out of a wildcard spot, but they had a tough start to the season and they've kind of picked up their shit this last um uh these last few games here.
1: Yeah, last currently sitting 5-5 f- and 1. Well, excuse me, uh good for 22nd in the league right now. So, yeah, they've definitely climbed up.
0: Yeah, won uh five of their last six games. No, one, two, three, four. That's it. Yes, five of four sorry, four of their last six. Um shut out by Seattle four nothing. I mean, I don't know what you chalk that one up to, but all of the other ones beat Chicago, Montreal, twice, Ottawa, close game against Detroit. Like Yeah. Yeah. St- a tough start, but they're they're starting to figure it out. So
1: Yeah, their last I guess they've only played eleven games, but their last ten is five, four and one. So they, they, oh, okay. they have kind of gotten it figured out a little bit more. I'm sure they'd like to do a touch better, but yeah. Um, yeah, but they're, they're doing fine right now. Yeah,
0: it's, it's definitely not time to write this team off if you're like a wild fan. It's, yeah, there, there's a lot of players that are doing a lot of good things still. So. And
1: and Marc Andre Fleury, especially, had a rough start to the season mm-hmm. as well. Like, yeah. as a Fleury fanboy, I was even watching that and I was just like, oh, the, dude, you're. You're not looking like MAF right now. Like even, yeah. Like yes, you could, you could throw in age is one thing, but like how he was playing last year, right? Like, like mm-hmm. once he got to Minnesota, so um, it's it's hard for anybody to have played behind the Chicago team that was last year. But um, yeah, even with like Flurry's, like Flurry's improved, the team has improved overall, right? Like Minnesota is on the up for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, this will be a tough game for Anaheim. The one positive for uh, for them, though, is that Minnesota will be in L.A. the night before. So um, we'll get a tired Minnesota team. We'll see the backup in... Why am I forgetting who the backup in Minnesota is?
1: Uh, oh, I just had it up. Sorry. Um, Philip Gustafson. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Who he's Not, been doing he's been doing okay this year. He's played oh, has three he? games, negative three point two goal save above, but uh
0: Okay. I mean in my experience with Philip Gustafson.
1: Yeah. I uh
0: I think I, I think I think those were
1: kind of early games for Minnesota as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so both guys kind of struggled. So I'm kinda, hmm. so. I, I'm, kinda I, I'm very
0: optimistic about how this game could go, honestly. Oh,
1: sweet daddy. Sorry. I, again, I don't normally check my phone, but I, I I check it if like a Anaheim Ducks notification pops up, mm-hmm. uh, and it's them showing off the uh, the reverse retros being worn tonight. Oh Hell fuck, yes. I can't wait to get that jersey. So um, yeah, like they were sending it out to a couple people. I, there's a it shows you how much of football I know. I I mm-hmm. think it's a football player that they gave one to. Um, Sweet Annie OD as well got one sent to her. Oh yeah. And I was just like, fuck, I want one so badly. I like, I, I I will get it. Mm-hmm. I have like timers set for when they're available. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh man, I am so excited to have my hands on this jersey. It looks so fucking good. Oh, I know. Yeah. So good. It's gonna be good. So um, and I and I, I I also love as well uh the very quick edit that I made of like what was like a oh, yeah, version of it look like just on the on that template, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess just like making it like a, a realistic as as much as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of shot off. I think that's actually like the for as shitty of a job as I did on that. Like, I kind of looked at it after I'm like, ah, it's, it's it's not my best work for like for Photoshop or that. Uh, that thing took off last I saw, I think it was like 155 likes. Not bad, um, not bad at all. But uh oh man it looks it looks so good. I can't wait to see the guys in it tonight.
0: Yeah, I I said to you off air as well like whoever scores the first goal in this jersey depending on who it, is. <laughs> on who it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it it's it has to be a player I do actually like. <laughs> if Kevin um,
1: Shattenkirk is the first guy to score in it, you need to get Eakins on the back with 69. <laughs> 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 so that way you don't have to get Shattenkirk, but it's That's still, it's, it's, it's still, yeah. But
0: yeah, I, do I think want... that'd be
1: hilarious if, yeah, if we just had money to spend, like willy nilly, I would get you that as a gag gift.
0: That would be hilarious. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for Comtois, so like I might just get Comtois on the back because I think I've yeah. always really liked him, especially like Team Canada World Juniors stuff. But
1: yeah, you um, got you got self there. I don't I don't know if if you're gonna get a name put on your 25th uh, uh not there's sure there's yeah behind you but um i feel like that'd be like a gets or a gibson one maybe
0: yeah i think it's so. not i guess yeah. for
1: you but yeah um yeah i don't know I, if i were to get somebody on the reverse retro i don't know who it would be actually i'm torn between terry and zegris
0: yeah i the only reason i don't want to get those is because i think there's going to be a lot of Zegris reverse retros like that yeah so and so Comptrol will be a bit of a unique one that way. I do want a Zegris jersey eventually. Um and I don't want to get Terry because I my my I guess Grail jersey to use a hockey jersey collector term, <laughs> uh is to get a Terry like reverse retro version one like oh, wild okay. wing. Yeah, I wanna get him off. on on that one. So that's that's one of those ones that like once I just have a, a shitload of expendable funds, I'm yeah. gonna, I I don't I don't care how much it is, I'm just gonna find it and I'm
1: gonna buy it. So. All right, I will keep my eyes open for you still, yes. so because you know me, even though I don't have money, I'm still looking oh, yeah. at jerseys yeah, exactly. for whatever. Mm. So yeah, there was yeah. a buddy that was wanting like uh, older ducks jerseys, and I was like, I found this listing, I found this listing, I found this listing, and he's like, <laughs> I don't have the money for these right now. And I'm like, yeah, but I found them, and I found, here's cheaper versions of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm
1: I'm an enabler. You are. And you very I, much and are, I, and yeah. I really shouldn't. So yeah, um, but then people do it back to me too. So yeah, oh, <laughs> that's how we, you uh, end up like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we uh we got to do score predictions. I forgot about that. Um, oh yeah, for this Minnesota Wild game. I guess we can review the uh, other ones we got. So um nobody obviously predicted eight five for Vancouver. <laughs> here. Um, but five four Anaheim against San Jose. I was pretty close there. Look at that five three. is what yeah. I said. So we're we're close um for that one. So. Because we just have the Florida... Oh, no. No, that. sorry. I'm mixing that up. We want this one. Let me scroll here. Okay. There we go. Um, Florida, we don't know the score yet, so that's why it's not updated. But Minnesota, uh, we can do a prediction there. Nate, what do you got for this one?
1: Oof. Minnesota. They're a team that still has some pretty good firepower. Gold improved. I'm going to go... F- 4 2 Minnesota. Ooh. Extra, extra point, I guess. The fourth goal is an uh, empty net. Okay. Um, and Anaheim's got a good shot, but like, even as cash strapped as Minnesota is, like, they still have a pretty good lineup. So they yeah, just had a bad sure. start.
2: So. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I know I said that once the Ducks lose, then I'll stop predicting. Um. <laughs> Ducks, Oh no, what did I say? I don't remember. I,
1: I well, was once, just predicting Once, once you got, an- once Anaheim did win, as oh, yes. you were predicting them all the time, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to predict them to win until they did, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't have to predict Anaheim anymore, but because it's second half of a back-to-back, I'm not um, super high on Philip Gustafson, and I think that we could potentially see stellars in net for this game on Wednesday. Potentially, it's it's an yeah. option. It's it's fifty fifty as opposed to say ninety nine one, yeah, <laughs> as, like it usually is. Um, I I'm still going to say Anaheim is going to win this one, um, but this let it be noted that this isn't me being forcibly optimistic. This is actually <laughs> I think they could win this one. Um, if Anaheim does win this one on the second half of a Minnesota back to back, um. I am going to say it's gonna be five-four for Anaheim. Okay. High scoring so, because and on both sides, because we yeah. have a good offense, but we can't play defense.
1: <laughs> Can you scroll up a little bit? I just want to see yeah. what my record is just for getting the team right. Um okay. one, two, three, four. I guess nobody wants to just hear me count,
0: so Yeah. I think nine. I think there's only the three that you didn't get right, and it was um the against the Islanders, against the Devils,
1: and, and against, against Toronto. The Leafs. So nine and three for who actually wins this season. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing all right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not bad. Um, I guess for me, one two, See, I'm not being pessimistic, I'm being realistic. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, oh fuck! I lost count. I think that's that was seven. One, two, three, four, five. Wrong. So yeah, seven. But, there you go. Yeah, we, we're not even. Not not close on both of them. So
1: yeah, obviously. I know. I know. There's something guys. in Excel that you can do for the formula. Like we should see like what our record is just for getting the team right. Oh yeah, because we know the score one is going to be so hard to. It's so so hard to get, right? So
0: yeah, yeah, I could update that for um. Sounds good. To, to just put the team up there yeah. as well. So sounds good. Yeah, but yeah, right now goose eggs, or duck eggs, I should say, on the top. There. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's what uh, what we got there. That's what we think of the Minnesota one. And yeah, I think I guess that's it. We don't have anything else, eh? Hey, no, episode? yeah,
1: we got nothing else. Uh, currently it is four twenty two Mountain Time, which is where we are. Uh, game's supposed to start at 8 o'clock for us. Seven. Um, is it not? Or I really- no, it's 7 Pacific, I think. Uh, Nope, 7 hour time. 6 Pacific. Oh, okay. So we yeah. are less than 3 hours away and we still actually don't know if John Gibson's starting.
0: I mean, like... It's-
1: <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. What? As-, as much as he had a shit ton of shots against him in San Jose... Might be okay to go Stellars again.
0: Hmm. It's that's a that's a stretch. That's I would be shocked
1: if you want the better guy in. Mm. I'm just saying. So I don't know. Somebody's gonna listen to the end of this part and just go like either oh yeah like Nate Nate got it or they, no of course they were starting Gibson. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, well, we'll hopefully find out here in a couple hours. I guess we will find out in a couple hours, but
0: yeah, before
1: the, game, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's... But the, th- the they, they don't usually say before, until like half yeah. hour
0: before is when the lineup goes out.
1: Yeah, usually. I was going to say, yeah, another five minutes before the, uh, the game starts and they put the lineup out.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Well, that is uh, another episode of the Quack Report in the books. We will be back on Wednesday. Um, oh, I guess we should say we're not doing a live uh, episode at a regular time on Wednesday because of the Minnesota Wild game, but we will be doing a post game show on our YouTube channel as soon as the game is done there, just to break down the game, give some thoughts. No watch along for this one, just our no. our just the post game section that we've done a few times.
1: Oh, we um, are still watching the game, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and we'll record some uh, some chat on the rest of the uh, the week in Anaheim. Before the Minnesota game, and then that'll so then everything will come out at the regular time on Thursday morning, midnight Pacific on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. Maybe slightly after, depending on how late this game goes. And yeah. All that We've stuff. gotten to but, like eleven thirty locally, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh so yeah, we'll see what's uh yeah, we'll see you guys on I guess on Wednesday for a little yeah. post game chat after um after the ducks. Hopefully, win against the Minnesota Wild there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Be sure to tune in with us on our YouTube channel at Quack Report Pod.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you don't think you're going to remember to do that, but you have Twitter, then we will be at Quack Report Pod on Twitter. We're also on Instagram and Twitch at the same handles, which I guess is also another place you can uh, grab that post game chat is on Twitch. And Nate, where can they find you on
1: Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tate Nomes, T A T E N H O M A S.
0: Yeah, and I am on Twitter at Carter underscore POTS, P O T T S underscore 97. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Monday edition of the Quack Report. If you're listening on Tuesday, again, F you. just kidding. <laughs> we'll do this the same. Go Dexkill, we'll see you later.